Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind. And dive in. This, this is, is the, the Mental, Mental Mastery, Mastery Alliance, Alliance Podcast. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. I have taken a bit of a break. Again, going back, people listen to this. In years to come, when we're finally in the top 10 podcasts on the planet, fingers crossed. Actually, we're in the top 5% right now, which is cool, great. Um, I would like to get into the top 1%, so uh, let's see if we can't share the show. Um, I mean, it's been going great so far, the growth has been exponential, but I mean, if you guys could throw a like or a review on iTunes, iTunes, that's the one that gets the attention the itunes helps the algorithm um so yeah that'd be great if you guys can do that if you haven't already that'd be absolutely fantastic absolutely wonderful i love you all uh yeah so so it's been over a month didn't record all of october and uh a lot of times people i mean we've got interviews backed up i didn't do any recording period so i, I kind of put the whole schedule on hold uh, there's that whole story, you know, the cobbler's kid's shoes are always falling apart. And a lot of the stuff that I needed to take care of was sort of going amiss, um, like my own personal stuff, like my business stuff. I don't want to say client stuff. Client stuff always came first. Uh, but my life, uh, from creating to working to sort of, I don't want to say the humdrum, but it, it, it did it get repetitive um, to a degree. And I don't worry so much about repetition because it's great. You know, you, you come such a long way and you, and you create and perfect so many things with proper repetition. But when things become stagnant, uh, that's when I pay attention. That's when I sort of perk up. And what was becoming stagnant was sort of the, the monotony, the, the humdrum of it all. And what I mean by that is, Focusing on certain things for so long keep you in a certain pattern. Some can say comfort zone. Some can say whatever they want. Uh, but for me, it was like, okay, so everything is great. Business is great. Clients are amazing. Um, the audience, you guys reaching out, the engagement uh, is beautiful. I love connecting uh, with anyone. Uh, anyone that's got something important, say some some sort of uh, movement shaker. I love this stuff. I, I love any kind of philosophy. I love the idea that if you choose to make a connection with something, you can literally change the world. I think it's fantastic. So what was my issue? It happens all the time. Um, but it was my own personal view. I was wondering if I was getting beaten down in the humdrum. Uh, there's a song by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, I can't remember the name of it by top of my head. Um, Above It, I think it's called. Uh, or Down In It. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the song goes, I was up above it, but then I saw a tiny little dot. Just a little dot. Just too small to see, but I watched it way too long, and it was pulling me down. 
Now I'm down in it. However that song goes. I didn't do it any justice. Sorry, Trent Reznor. Even with my radio voice. Anyhow, I, uh... That was it. I was watching some things for too long. Some things had my attention for too long. And I didn't want that. And one of the things that we create here is um, the idea of open discussion, open forum. Uh, I don't like the idea of um, being closed-minded to virtually anything because that creates division. And division is what they're looking to create right now. It's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't part of the division. I wanted to make sure that I that I had a clean perspective on what it was that I was looking at. And what it was that I was looking at was proper. And it's not any one thing. It's how I was choosing to view all of society and the entire world. This was my perspective that I knew needed a parsing, needed, needed to be understood better, uh, needed to be processed just a little better. Because I was the one that was getting stagnant. I was the one that was, I don't want to say hesitant to change because it wasn't that. It was just all of a sudden I realized, man, maybe I'm getting repetitive in certain things, in certain viewpoints. Not that I was speaking repetition, but that I was living it in my own mind, in my own life, in my own character. It was that I wasn't exploring or expanding myself to my fullest. And if you can't do that, you're taking away from your audience. You're taking away from anyone that trusts you to speak. You're taking away from anyone that gets entertainment value from what you're doing. If you're unwilling to change, adapt and grow. And for me, it was more like, Hey, let's just see what happens. If I take a break from everything that I've done. So that was what it was. And I meant to get back to this about a week ago, but again, life gets in the way you step into it. and You're like, I haven't recorded in a while. What am I even going to talk about? Um, and this goes for anyone that's starting a podcast or starting anything new. You know, we all have that hesitation. You know, who's listening? What's this? What's that? Now, luckily, all these years later, I have the numbers to look at, the, the statistics to look at the show, who's watching, where they're watching from, how long they're listening. Uh, and, and it's fascinating. It's fascinating to think that what was once crazy talk is now becoming more and more acceptable. And the fact that I was speaking crazy, quote unquote, with my fingers in the air made it more difficult um, to believe that. I mean, cause I thought I was going crazy. You know, when you start sort of waking up, when you start seeing things, you, yeah, yeah. You question everything. And for me, you know, it's been a, one hell of a journey. We're on episode 270 some odd. And I don't, there's no slowing down because it's all it's all revelations. It's all something new. Anything you would listen to, episode 50 to 100, for example, that's not even stuff that I'm concerned with anymore. But we all needed to work through these things to get to where we're going. So to be able to have these conversations and this understanding and this comprehension comes from talking about all of the peculiarities of everything. I mean, the amount of people that make fun of me for quote-unquote flat earth is kind of hilarious. Because this isn't about, I mean, every single thing that we're doing has nothing to do with Flat Earth. Flat Earth is, a, is, is an imaginary piece. Um, but it also goes to dictate that Globe Earth is an imaginary piece. Hollow Earth, Concave Earth. Any of these potential places of where we are is a distraction. Because it's an attempt at us to look at and try to seek out um, physical matter or a physical entity, or 
a physical, true, real-to-life idea of where we are and what we're doing. Like, it's important that we go to work and, and pay our taxes and some shit like that. And like, I have to have a physical house to live in and a physical car to drive. And these are the physical aspects of this reality and this life. When you, when you start down a road where you comprehend that everything that's been delivered to you is, is false. It, <laughs> it changes the conversations you have. It changes the conversations you have the ability to have. Um, it changes your patience threshold. It changes your desire to communicate with certain people. Uh, it changes your ability to watch television, to watch the monotony of sports. When you start looking at how all of the celebrities are technically intertwined and all of the stories are intertwined. And in, in, in my absence, all hell is broken loose. I mean, shit, not that it wasn't before, not that my absence had anything to do with it, but whilst I was on hiatus, I mean, we had the Matthew Perry thing and we are living through the Gaza thing again. I mean, Alice, uh, Palestine, <laughs> Palestine and Israel is a huge thing right now. It's, it's, it's a touchy subject. If I start talking about Palestine, you know, the majority of the world is, is, is told to hate Palestine. And you, you think to yourself like, wow, for years and years and years, we've been listening to this war on the Ukraine and how Russia's the bad guy. Meanwhile, they're just funneling billions of dollars, quote unquote, into Ukraine. And then now the Gaza thing is going on and, and nobody really talks about Ukraine. No more support for Ukraine. So we're watching these narratives take place and we're watching this, this time shift and we're thinking about this, this rivalry, this villainy. But only through the, the, the media, the mass media. And when you, when you start poking holes in this stuff, when you start seeing that it's garbage, that every ounce of everything that they've ever put in our face is garbage, you do question everything. So it's hard to try to live in a, a harmonious, peaceful era and level. And I'm not saying be all light and love because that shit's fucking garbage too. To be all light and love is to dismiss the shadow and, and the shadow self and the shadow work that you need to do. And that's huge. So do I get grouped in and clumped in with a lot of these uh, spiritual, superficial people? Yeah, of course. I think the difference though is I'm not here to be light and love. I'm not here to be anything other than an individual as part of a conglomerate, i.e. all of humanity. The I am the individual version of myself in the complex version of to total unity in everything. In other words, everything that I'm sitting here observing is all one, all of it, from my words to your reactions, except for inside my head is the unity version, or sorry, the... the the singular version of unity. Knowing that we are all one, again, now I'm, I'm trailing off, woo-woo juju, but knowing that we are all one, knowing that this is all one giant experience is fascinating. For me to see that my brain is creating this and your brain is also creating this, it creates more division because what I can create with my brain and what you can create with your brain is, is two totally different things. But the truth of the matter is it's not. Because even if you and I are in conflict with what we create with our brains, 
that we have created the same thing, i.e. the conflict that we are both engaged in creates the unity. In other words, we're having a shared experience and to have that shared experiences, things need to be the way they are. There has to be a good, there has to be a bad, there has to be something to triumph, something to overcome, uh, whether it's you, whether it's Gaza, whether it's this or the other thing. Now that's not to say when I can say that stuff, people will be like, well, you don't know about the babies that are dying. Oh, yeah. And I look at this stuff and I'm like, man, babies die absolutely everywhere, everywhere. And I'm only supposed to worry about the ones in Palestine and uh, Gaza Strip, Israel. That's a huge, that's a huge red flag to me, right? War itself, all of war is a scam. It's, it's, a, it's population control, right? All of, all of it, division in every aspect of everything, the falseness of it, the fact that they're giving all this money to Ukraine. I mean, Americans need money hand over fist. We have veterans that have no homes uh, that partook in the wars from yesteryear for the government and nobody's being taken care of. Nobody's being taken care of in this, in this country. We're all being beaten to shit. All of us in America and Canada, we're being beaten to shit and the money's being sent elsewhere. The money that you work hard for. And this is another thing too. When you look at this stuff, you realize that taxation has absolutely nothing to do with, will the government have enough money? There's money's fake, right? The whole purpose of it is to make you decide that you need the money. Therefore, you're going to forego your own humanity to pursue a nine to five job that's going to allow you to live lushly in the third dimension. Granted, we need certain aspects of things and people will say, hands down, they'll argue and they'll say things like, wow, you need money. You can't just dismiss it. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yes, you do. And that's what we're doing here. You were listening to me. There's money in this podcast. There's, 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 there's the ability to live. Uh, there's the ability to earn. There's, there's trinkets. There's, there's things everywhere. There's passions you can follow in every aspect and every lineage. I love photography. And soon I'll be getting paid for it. That's not true. Shouldn't say soon. Because I've been doing it haphazardly for like three years now. And then the first two years I won. The first competition I entered, I came in second. The second competition I entered, I came in second. And this is the same competition. I just keep entering it every year. And I entered it this year again, and I came in first and third. So next year, I have to come in first, second, and third. <laughs> and you made $40. <laughs> totally worth it. So I'm a paid artist. Yeah, paid artist. Paid photography. I am uh, part of the fancy group now. But all that to say that there's fun in that, right? There's no fun in going to work. There's no fun in doing this, that, and the other thing. And this is, this is what's happening. This generation, uh, let's not say this generation, let's just say the boomers and the Gen Xers, um, we're moving into something. Anyone born before 1983, we're moving into a newer ideology, a new understanding. The people younger than us, the the Gen Z, the Gen Y, the millennials, the, the Xenials, I don't know, you know what comes next, the Gen Y me, <laughs> all of these people, they don't want to go to war. They don't want to pay their taxes. They don't understand why Biden and all these people come out and they just throw money away. The understanding of comprehension that, you know, your taxation is, is again, it's all about you not having the money. It's not about them having your money. It's about you not having it. The more they can take from you, the more you have to work for it. They've also invented inflation, which is um, something that we don't, we aren't allowed to talk about. And we can say things like, oh yeah, well, inflation is a result of blah, 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 blah. No, inflation is a direct result of quote unquote, printing more money. Uh, and money is completely meaningless at this point because it's not backed by anything. So the only thing holding any tangible pieces together on this is that you and I still agree that money is worth something uh, because we have to with regards to transitional uh, interactions, but it doesn't, it doesn't and it isn't. And I'll tell you, we are moving towards something much different. 
You're already seeing the powers that be try to move towards central banking digital currencies. And the stopgap between those two, between fiat and, and CBDCs, is crypto. And I've been saying for years that crypto is going to be the thing that doesn't change everything, but it's going to be the, 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 the gateway into humanity accepting CBDCs fully. So, I mean, if you're, if you're uh, somebody who's going to play the system, game the system, you're going to put a couple of bucks into crypto and watch it convert into CBDCs eventually and down the line. Now, some people, some quote-unquote conspiracy theorists will shit all down my throat in the emails and the comments because crypto is part of the problem. It's invented by the same people that are blah, 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 blah. Yes, it is. And none of us have anything to do with anything, period. Other than the fact that we can start observing the patterns and essentially betting on them, betting on the patterns, betting on the powers that be to do the things that they're going to do to yield the results that we need to yield. I don't have any faith in any system, let alone a fiat currency, a cryptocurrency, a CBDC. Um, I don't believe that they're going to shut everything down and they're going to do this and they're going to do that because honestly, they need you to believe in money. And if they start taking the power of money away from people, then people are no longer going to be interested in it. The minute that they, that they say we're shutting down your bank account because you have a different kind of opinion, you're going to see a ton of people go, well, what the fuck is the point in having money anyway? If these people could just take it from us on a whim, on the desire that they've, that, that we don't deserve it or that we don't need it or that, that we may be this or we may be that. And it's never anything real or tangible. How many people do you see that lose their shirt or lose their, they get put in Facebook jail because they, they shared an opinion that, that went against Facebook's community standards, you know, and that, that, that post on opinion had nothing to do with anything. It's just an algorithm. It's just a, Hey, we flagged this one from before. So we're flagging it now. Right. People are going to, they, they can't do that. They can't apply that same logic to, to finance, even though everyone is out here shouting doom and gloom and fear. We have to look past it. And this is one of the things that was really holding me up too. There's so much doom and gloom. If you are locked in the third dimension and you don't believe any sort of quote unquote conspiracy, you just believe the world is as it's delivered to you, then you live in fear of what's going on in Gaza. You live in fear of this. You believe that the Palestinians are terrible people, all of them. Um, and you know, you believe that, that Russia is a terrible group of people, all of them. Uh, and, and you believe that world war three is on the way and you're living under stress, uh, because you believe that, you know, global warming is a thing and Greta Thunberg can't save us and all this sort of shit. And because this is what the world has just been perpetually beating down your throat. I've said this a thousand times. There's a movie called, um, uh, Tomorrowland Disney movie where they're, they're, the world is being pushed to catastrophe because it's being projected, projected into the minds of other people, which is what the television's doing. It's telling a vision. So you, you watch the TV and, and even you watch mass media. Now you watch any of this stuff. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at social media accounts from people that I quote unquote used to trust. And they're pushing this narrative, this war narrative. And you can see that whatever footage they have, they fully believe in and good for them and rightfully so, but that's also division. So if you're, if you're the third dimensional, cool. Um, if you believe the news and the media, cool, you know, you're living in fear, fear of what's coming next, fear of the catastrophe, fear of the fact that we're a terrible group of people that are constantly getting worse and worse, blah, blah, blah. If you jump into the fifth dimension, the fourth and fifth dimensional train of thought, which is sort of starting to see through the veil and, and understanding certain comprehensions and seeing past certain things, then you're like, okay, well now I'm, now I'm divisive because, uh, because these are the certain things that I believe and these are the mandatory things. And, and this is what it is. And you, and you'll post out these things like, how can you believe in this, that, and the other thing and, and still have these fears of blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, 
I look at this, I look at this fifth dimensional uh, arbitrage, uh, arbitrage, ar, 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 Jesus, my brain, this war, this, this quiet war on, on fifth dimensional uh, viewpoints and, and ideologies. And you see these love and light people that are like dismissive and passing shame. Like you must see things my way because if you don't see things my way, then you're wrong. And the funny thing about that is everybody's got their own way of seeing anything and actually nobody's wrong because how you choose to view everything is a culmination of everything that you've perceived in your entire life. It's, it's how you, it's, it's where you are right now is an end result of everything you've ever done up until this very moment in time, which is different than anybody else, which doesn't make it right or wrong. It just means that you have a different perspective. Therefore you can share yours with somebody who wants to share, but you know, you're either afraid of the news or you're afraid of, of, of the cabal who are eating babies and, 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 you know, <laughs> creating wars and, and, and running Hollywood and, and how they're going to take over all of us. And there's a, a legion of lizard people looking to ruin our lives. So I say this because these are the things that you find out <laughs> as, you, as you sort of open your eyes to certain scenarios and certain situations that there's a lot of shit going on. So you either watch the news and you're afraid of the news or you've started to wake up and you're afraid of the lizard people and you're, you know, you're, you're doing your best to ward off Y2K and you're living in some sort of perpetual stress and shit of the government going rank and, and taking over the people. And honestly, none of this stuff can happen overnight. So, I mean, do we get bled into it? Sure. Um, the boiling frog, you know, frog doesn't know it's in trouble until it's too late, which is where we are. You know, and in Canada, the next telltale sign in Canada is the next election. Whenever it happens, if Trudeau gets back in, in Canada, then it just goes to show that there is a certain branch of whoever's in control that want to run a current narrative. They want to maintain this narrative. And I don't think Canadians can take much more of this abuse until we snap. And it's not snap as in like, oh, we're going to fight back. It's snap as in we're done. People don't yet realize that they hold all the power. Because there's so many of us, the very few that are quote unquote running the world right now, they live in their high castle and they, and they, they're, they're politicians and they're celebrities. And they, it seems like there's millions of them, but there's only a few of them and they hold the television. So everything that you think, you know, about this world has been a lie and we can go on living that way. It's a very workable lie. It makes sense. It's, it's commonplace and we've all lived it for so long that it'd be weird to go against it. But those that are starting to go against it are starting to see, and the numbers are starting to grow. And then you get what's called the 100th monkey, where enough people talk about enough things and enough of these other people make enough stupid mistakes that the collapse comes down. Now we look at this and we go, hey, there are no mistakes, right? And I, I, believe, I believe that too. So where I find myself shifting now is I don't believe that these people that are doing terrible things, like the government and how they're pushing and all sorts of stuff, I don't think it's really all that bad. And what I mean by that is it's absolutely atrocious, but every ounce of, of douchebaggery that they throw at us is an opportunity for us to step into purpose. You don't know who you are unless you're constantly sharpening your skills. And if everything's super easy and not absolutely crazy, how are we to get better as individuals? How are we to understand what we can overcome? And that's what's happening right now. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of entities out there that are, that are showing, demonstrating massive and utter chaos. And it's up to us to get better at being who we are through solving personally the conflict. 
I mean, we go back to it. Look at the amount of people in North America right now fighting over who we're supposed to support in Gaza. Like it's not even our, it's not, it's not even got nothing to do with us. But if we say that we're terrible people, right? But who's asking about the fact that North America was once a continent that was quote unquote discovered quote unquote by Christopher Columbus, who then went ahead and took all of the land inch by inch, piece by piece, minute by minute, day by day, hour by hour, month by month, year by year, decade by decade, century by century, took all of the land from the people that lived here. And we all live on top of their fallen empire. And we're over here pointing the finger and wagging the dog at, at what's going on in the Gaza Strip. Like we're any better. Like anything is any, like, the, like there's anything new under the sun. And remember too, that everything you're being shown is falsified. The information, the footage that's coming through is most of it CGI. And that's not to say that there isn't terrible atrocities going on over there. But it is to say that we're here to observe them and not start wars with ourselves over here through what's going on over there. Because we don't know. We're too busy not paying attention to our own lives. We're too busy dismissing what it is that we're up to and what we're doing, what's happening here. We're focused on there. And then we're dyeing our hair pink and we're fighting everybody. Because we need everybody to know that we're righteous. What's happening in America? We're fighting over fucking pronouns still? Is that arrogant of me to say? It's absurd. It's absurd that this is a thing that is a divisive thing. It's not, and I won't let it be. You want to have pronouns? You got them. You want to live that life? You got it. You want me to partake in your thing and then you're going to get mad at me if I don't? That's absurd. Right? You do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. I have no hate in my heart. Those who are attempting to be quote unquote inclusive to everybody are the ones spewing out the most hate. They're the ones canceling people. They're the ones dismissing friends out of their lives because they, they had a disagreement or they don't, they're not a hundred percent on page. So instead of being open and understanding and caring, these people, this particular group of people that are preaching inclusivity are ostracizing everybody. They're the ones filled with hate and war and, and anger and aggression and self-righteousness and, uh, who knows? Am I going to focus on this? Am I going to get wrapped up in this? Am I going to allow my energy to, to partake in this? I can't. I can't anymore. Um, I can observe it, but all I can do is laugh. Laugh at the entirety, uh, the absurdity of the entire scenario. And yes, it's absurd. I'll, I'll stand boldly on that. Because if you want to be a he or a she or a they or a them, go right ahead. Just do it. I don't care one way or the other. And it's not about me to care. It's about you to care about who you are. You want to be yourself? Be yourself. You want to be ashamed of who you are? Pick a fight with somebody else. Right? Because there's a lot of things about me that are wrong. (laughs) But you'll never see me shitting on somebody else for calling me fat, for example. I'm like, no, that's true. I'll let myself go a little bit but I'm now in a position where I have the opportunity to figure out what it takes to lose the weight, hit the gym, change my diet. It's exciting as opposed to just constantly eating whatever it is you were eating just for the sake of eating blindly dumb use, use, what is it? Uh, useless eaters. You go from that. You make these understanding, these awarenesses, you make these connections, mindless eaters, useless eaters. I don't know. I can't remember. And 
when you make these connections inside yourself, you realize that it's up to you to step up. So imagine me saying, you all must accept me as being obese and obese is super healthy. Meanwhile, it's not. Meanwhile, my obese veins, not that I'm obese. Actually, you know what? By the, by clinical definition, I am technically morbidly obese. Six foot two, 300 pounds. I carry it well. At least so goes the story I like to tell myself. I have a big beard. That helps for a lot of things too. Uh, I use my brain a lot. I try to be philosophical about as many things as I possibly can. Uh, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes and I used to drink alcohol as well too. Uh, but I don't do that anymore. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Um, all because I understood certain proclivities about these things, certain understandings. I came into contact with certain comprehensions about manipulation. And I didn't want these things for my life anymore. And this life is a trip. It's a journey. You have every stage of the way to get better at being you. And getting better at being you means allowing yourself the freedom of not having to pay attention to what's being rammed down your throat from the television, from any form of media whatsoever. That includes movies. Anyone that was born in the 80s, 70s, like, you know, 70s and 80s, we smoked not because there was television commercials for smoking. We smoked because the cool kids in the movies and the TV shows were smoking. People are like, these ads don't work on me. I'm going to go back to watching my shows. They don't realize that everything that comes off that television, maybe it's entertaining, but it's narrative pushing. They want you to do something. They're going to put, they want you to wear purple. Everybody on TV is going to be wearing purple and you won't even realize that you're about to go out and buy a purple shirt. Oh, that was one 30 minute run on sentence, but I really wanted to get that off my chest. I'm really happy. I, I got the opportunity to speak. So yeah, I, you know, I sit back and I say to myself, there's a lot of things that I want to do in life. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. We still have four more episodes, uh, of the, uh, <laughs> this was a top 40 conspiracy, something or others. I thought they were great. I had a lot of fun recording the, the first four. So the next four are coming out soon. We have some really cool interviews coming down, down the pipe. We've got a lot of people in my hiatus. A lot of people reached out to me. So we will be organizing to get some more guests on the show properly. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want me to be on your show, head over to requesttoguest.com uh, and you can click the tab that says, have me come on your show or you want to come on my show with an idea. Uh, requesttoguest.com. Uh, furthermore, you can reach out to info at the Mental Mastery Alliance if you have any questions about coaching, coaching with TMMA. Uh, I think that's actually a website too. Head over to coachingwithtmma.com. You can fill out a form there if you have any interest in coaching. Uh, we do have a couple of spots available coming into uh, the end of November. So now's a good time to uh, to sit in. Again, I only work with 10 people a year. Uh, so you know that's not a, a scarcity thing or anything like that. That's just kind of how it goes. I want to be able to give 100% of myself to 10 people and not miss a beat, skip a beat, nothing like that. I want to make sure that you guys get all of it. So uh, request to guest, uh, if you want me on your show, or if you want to come on this show, uh, coaching with TMMA, if you um, have any interest in coaching, typically you fill out the form and we do get back to you uh, one way or the other. We will do our best to help you, whether you sign on with us or whether we can drop some information towards anything you want. Um, We've, we've been through a lot, we've seen a lot, and there's always somebody here that's got a, a solution or an answer or at least a new perspective as to what it is that you're looking at. Uh, and I hope you guys uh, take advantage of that. So yeah, if you want, uh, definitely leave a review. Uh, they are helpful in getting us into the 1% out of the 5 and into the 1, baby. 
And again, thank you for, to our avid and constant listeners, thank you for paying attention. Um, thank you for your patience with us as we take this break and this hiatus. We are done with the break. Regular episodes will continue from here on out, and future years won't even realize that we skipped a beat. Mind you, October is a good month for a good reset and for a good observational thing. And there is tons of stuff coming down the pipe. And all I can say to you guys is use your discernment to not fall into the trap of hate and, and war and, and anxiety and depression and all that sort of shit because it's constant. It is constant and y'all can stay above it. And ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac. 